Char Chat is a member of the Teej.fm network from WTJU. To learn more, visit Teej.fm. That's T-E-E-J dot F-M. Hello, everybody. It's Monday, October 30th, 2017. I'm Caitlin. And I'm Tanner. And you're listening to Chart Chat, your weekly guide to the past week of pop singles hitting the U.S. and U.K. charts. Tanner, how's it going? It's going all right. It's it's fall, which means it's not miserably hot, which means I'm happy. <laughs> Halloween weekend. I don't dress up, but I'm doing a gaming marathon with friends and that'll be super fun how about Ooh, you very fun i think i'm gonna head home chill with my parents for hollow weekend i just kind of need need to chill a little bit um i will still be dressing up as post malone yes. um so if you are sad about me not participating in halloween activities just know there will be pics i'm very excited excellent all right, let's launch into our UK chart debuts for this week. Um, at the very bottom, we have Wretch 3-2, His and Hers uh, at 100, obviously. We have at 99, Lewis Tomlinson's Just Like You. At 95, Jesse Wears Alone. At 87, Lil Pump, Gucci Gang. We already talked about that one, I think, a little <laughs> while ago. Um, at number 83, Matt Terry's Sucker for You. At number 76, Vamps featuring Maggie Lindemann at Personal. We have number 74, Jonas Blue featuring Mologo. I don't know how, th- I have not figured out how to say that one Uh-oh. yet. So please email me <laughs> <laughs> sound clips of you pronouncing it if you know how to say it. At uh, We Could Go Back at 73, we have Wretch32 again featuring Kojo Funds and Jelani with Tell Me. Number 71, we have Chris Brown featuring Future and Young Thug at high end. We have number 56, Dappy, with his song Spotlight. Number 33, Pink featuring Eminem with Revenge. All right, Tanner. Well, as usual, there aren't as many chart debuts over here in the U.S., uh, but the ones we do have start with Garth Brooks, Ask Me How I Know, debuting at number 98. Debuting at number 97, there's Becky G featuring Bad Bunny and their song Mayores. Um, disclaimer, right up at the front, I speak Spanish, not at all. So I apologize in advance for when we do talk about that song because I'm going to continue to butcher Spanish words. But moving on, after that, there's You Broke Up With Me by Walker Hayes debuting at number 96. After that, debuting at number 95, you have Stunting Ain't Nothing by Gucci Mane featuring Slim Jimmy and Young Dolph. Debuting at number 87, there's Let You Down by NF. Debuting at 84, there's Yours by Russell Dickerson. And debuting at number 82 is the aforementioned High End by Chris Brown, featuring Future and Young Thug. So, Caitlin, kick us off. What you got? All righty. So, as we continue to track former One Direction members in their now five directions, ah. is that a better joke? 
That's pretty good. Five, no, okay. yeah, I can I can get on board with that. Great, I'm working on it. So okay. as we see more five directions show up in our charts, uh, I'll be hitting you with the jokes. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, we have Lewis Tomlinson here, um, and I'm going to play you a clip of his chart entry, just like you. It's the guy from the one band, cigarette in my left hand, whole world in my right hand. 25 and it's all planned, night out and it's 10 grand, headlines that I can't send. But you only get half of the story, the cash and the cars and the glory. No sleep when we party till morning, cause nobody cares when you're boring. yours too yeah i get sad too when i'm down i need somebody to talk to yeah i feel the same as you do same stress same to go through i'm just like you if you only knew if i had it my way pull lunch every sunday cheap beer and it's okay He's just like us, Caitlin. He's just like us. Isn't that a, It's so good to know. I was worried I wasn't like Lewis Tomlinson for a second. So does that make it's us been eating me seven, up. seven directions? Okay, no way. We're, we're not. We're <laughs> nope, not taking that joke nope, any do further. Not. We're going to stop. Um, Tell me your thoughts, though. Okay, I don't have too much positive to say about this one. Although I will point out how American his voice is. Sure. In the beginning, uh, the only kind of hint that you get is um, can't, can't, mm-hmm. can't, can't. Yep. Um, which, you know, to me, he just really sounds like a knockoff John Bellion. I don't know if you've heard any of his stuff. Mm-mm. American singer-songwriter. Um, he actually just featured on a track by um, some band with Kyle. It's excellent. Mm. It's called um, 25-7 Obsession, and it's it's really excellent. But as like opposed I, to this. As opposed to this, okay. right. That is yeah. a uh, gold rate version uh-huh. of this song <laughs> that we just heard. Um, the lyrics, like you pointed out, are really not that clever. Check out our <laughs> Instagram for Tanner's <laughs> take on... Um, the world in the right hand, cigarette in mm-hmm. the left hand. Mm-hmm. Um, the quality of the vocals, surprisingly, are, I mean, again, I'm harping on these vocals, but really gender neutral, mm-hmm. I think, mm-hmm. which is something that I had never associated with One Direction when they were together. Mm, interesting. Uh, yeah. So I'm going to point out just the uh, the hook here that we have, the mm-hmm. lyrics. So Tomlinson sings, I'm just like you, even though my problems look nothing like yours do. Yeah, I get sad too. And when I'm down, I need somebody to talk to. Not buying it. It's really hard to have a song that is sincere. Like if he actually meant those words, the instrumentation of the song do not, it, it just doesn't point to any kind of genuine like, yo, I'm lacking some kind of outlet Mm -hmm. to air my problems and if you just take the words by themselves it looks like it could be a really good tearjerker i'm thinking like lewis tomlinson with a piano accompaniment Mm. or maybe just a guitar Mm -hmm. 
Um, but like the backing track is just kind of like we're up in the club, you know, right. as these choruses signify it like lyrically, I'm just like you, I got problems. Mm-hmm. Like I'm in the every man. Right? right. But it builds mm-hmm. to a drop to like a club oh, drop, sure. where it like fist pumping in the air. Yep. And if you're trying, I think to get across some kind of emotional, like communication or open up some kind of emotional communication with mm-hmm. people i don't think that's the way to do it and it's really interesting because it feels like maybe compared with all the other one direction solo careers this is the song that feels the most lyrically still in that boy band vein where it's even though i am up on the stage singing to you and all of my other fans i am really just like you like like mm. trying to go that route in terms of fostering that like one to one fan connection, oh, that's which you which you don't really see that much with like Liam trying to like go all DJ mustard with strip that down mm. or something like that or or Zane which we talked about earlier in the month, you know like the, the these are examples styles. right yeah trying trying to go for almost the like kind of retro rock ish sort mm-hmm. of thing like those feel more like for lack of a better term like kind of adult. Uh, pop stars yeah. and this feels a little more boy band teen star which isn't necessarily a bad thing i just don't think it mm. works here i think we're getting at some of the uh marketing techniques that Uh-oh. the five directions are Uh-oh. maybe pursuing they're going to be on to us mm. shut us down better move on okay <laughs> <laughs> my last point on this song is it has lyrics to a lot like Britpop, 1990s Britpop, and here I'm thinking Your Blur. Favorite. I know my f- yeah. absolute favorite. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and their song Sunday Sunday, which kind of highlights the mundaneness of British tradition mm-hmm. and everybody sitting and having a Sunday roast, and you're just working your life away mm-hmm. so you can basically fall asleep and, you know, the abyss of, <laughs> <laughs> of life. I know, a little okay. bit deep. Mm. And Tomlinson sings, uh, If I Had It My Way, pub lunch every Sunday, cheap beer and it's okay. I want to lay where she lays. I want to stay in these days. Going to smoke and it's okay. And he just kind of like keeps going with these kinds of mundane lyrics. And, you know, life is boring. British people are cynical kind of theme. But that was just another point. Maybe unrelated to what we yeah. were talking about with this emotional feel. But Still worth reiterating. It was, yeah, worth reiterating. Yeah. I'm going to move on now to Jesse Wears Alone. Uh, female Sam Smith alert. I'm going to play this. Keep that in mind. It's a fantastic song. Take the weight off my shoulders Say I won't make the same mistakes when we're older Cause with every step you take I'm getting colder so come a little closer just come a little closer i don't want somebody else to call my name no i don't want somebody else when you could just say say that you're the one who's taking me home cause i want you on my skin and my bones knocking me off of my
was Jesse Ware's Alone. Um, as you can probably tell, maybe, I don't know, this song sounds like it was written for Sam Smith. Sure. With the backup vocals, everything. Um, Ware says that Sam Smith and her do have a brother-sister kind of relationship. They party together all the time, and there's evidence of them singing together 2014 London Live at the Roundhouse. Check that out if you're interested. It is um, fascinating just seeing them both with such similar vocal styles and vocal range, too, um, to be singing together. This song in particular, um, Ware says... It's a song about stealing time with your loved one and longing for the simple declaration that they want the same. Um, so pretty pretty pop mm-hmm. kind of message there. Excellent. Um, I've, you might be able to tell with my Sam Smith association, she is an English singer-songwriter. Um, her debut album hit the charts in 2012. It's called Devotion, and it peaked at number five on the UK album chart. So that's pretty decent. Mm-hmm. Uh, she co-wrote for Ed Sheeran on his album Divide, and she uh, provided a lot of the background vocals on his album. So a lot of camaraderie with these British musicians. I love it. Um, so she has also collaborated with Francis and the Lights, Julia Michaels, Cashmere Cat. She signed to Island Records, as many UK artists are. And... I think now, after the background information, I don't think a lot of American listeners would know who Jesse Ware is. Uh, then I want to go now into kind of talking about the song, yeah. the vibes I'm getting. Her voice is not that soulful to me, okay. even though the song is a, in a very kind of soul style, especially with the choir backup mm-hmm. vocals and stuff. Uh, but the lack of vibrato kind of gives mm. me the chills that soul singers give me. Mm which is maybe a personal thing, Caitlin's personal problem. No, still. Um, yeah. And I think I really, and I know that in the past we've kind of railed on backup vocals a little bit, but I am such a fan of the backup vocals here and how they really kind of accent and punctuate yep. the top of her phrases and Definitely. the end of the phrases. Um, and I have a theory. Okay. You want to hear it? Yep. Okay. She's a backup vocalist herself. Mm. She has done backup vocals on hundreds of records. And I feel like maybe it takes one to be able to use tasteful backup vocals. (laughs) As opposed to the Sam Smith stuff we've complained about earlier in the month. Right. There's kind of a disconnect with, you know, that front man singer. And here, Jessie Ware, not a lot of people have heard of her, even though she's quite an excellent, Mm -hmm. she's made an excellent career for herself. And, yeah, in pop songs, I think it probably takes a backup vocalist to know how to use them tastefully Tastefully. in songs. Yeah. Yeah. She um, had a lot of time to work on these songs from this new record of hers because she was recording and kind of rushing to get it done. And then she found out she was pregnant, gave birth to her daughter Mm. and didn't release the album for Mm -hmm. like the term of her pregnancy. Mm -hmm. Uh, So she talks a lot about having the time to explore um, all of the production and stuff. Almost kind of like Paloma Faith from earlier in the month when we were talking about that as well. Mm -hmm. And similar styles too, which is kind of cool. A little bit, yeah. Yeah. Um, I really like the closeness of the vocals in the mix during the verses. Mm -hmm. Um, It's kind of the same vibe that you get with 1950s and 60s 
crooners mm, sure. and how they're kind of whispering in your ear. And then it really opens up. And overall, I think the spatiality is pretty cool with everything kind of sounding echoey. Yeah. Yeah. Fascinating song. Yeah. Anything else to add? I don't have a ton. Um, I'm uh, conscious of the fact that my reasons for not liking the song are hard to pin down and mostly subjective. Mm. I described I, I I described my response to the song to you earlier as this feels like a really good singer in search of a better song. Ah, yeah. So it, like there's just there's just something about the song itself that doesn't really do it for me. But mm. in terms of production, in terms of her voice, like it all sounds really good. So I think this is just the whims of personal preference so yeah. i don't have a, a ton to say really which are legitimate always sometimes, <laughs> sometimes. Well, let's talk about whims what's your last one yes dappy is my last one <laughs> okay so dappy everyone let me just pull up a snippet for you from his song no regrets So that was Dappy's No Regrets. Um, he is a British rapper, primarily. And this song that we have is not only acoustic, but also sung, primarily, not rapped by him. I'm just going to go right ahead and play it. Go for it. So that was Dappy. I am actually going to play another clip from this song where he raps. And I want mm. to kind of highlight the difference between his sung vocals and his rapped vocals. So here we go. Make hella money, it's easy to change. I wish I never let that shit get to my brain. I was this close to losing it all because I was a fool. Blinded by the fame, distracted by the lights. Always in the wrong, thinking that I'm right. Lost in my thoughts, feeling useless. Trying to justify my actions with excuses. That's the story of my life. As for those who really care if I'm doing well. I have found happiness within myself. All right, so that was a clip of him rapping. Same song, okay? I am struck by his singing voice. I really like it at points and it's mid-range but at some points he pushes it like in the chorus and it's a you can kind of tell he can't sustain notes very well right and the rapping part i'm surprised that i that's my favorite part of the song his rhythmic control and his breath control are pretty top-notch and i mean I think the only part I really dislike about the song is the guitar. <laughs> like, if you look up the music video, they're using exquisite mics. They might not. It might all just be for show. You can never tell in music videos. But I would have really liked a brighter sound or some kind of pickup for that guitar that would capture its 
the brightness of the strings, right? The stringiness. Um, Oh, well, but I think it's cool that we have an acoustic song in the top 100 that's also sung by a rapper. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. And that's about it from my side, Tanner. Excellent. Well, on my side, we've got a theme. And my theme is ambivalence (laughs) because I have three songs here that contain elements that I both very much like and very much dislike. And so this is me trying to sit with that ambivalence and not draw any sort of hasty conclusions or rash reactions. A model for us all. Uh, We're going to (laughs) try. So the first one, Becky G's Mayores. Mm -hmm. That's my... That's my attempt at Spanish. Um, a little bit of history of her before playing the clip. Um, she is signed to the Kimosabi label, which is Dr. Luke's uh, record label. And he or she originally worked with him in her early solo career. Um, Becky G is someone who is perhaps best known for her 2014 hit Shower. Um, peaked at number 16 in the Hot 100. It's kind of bubbly, sort of teen pop sort of sound. A little bit something like this. So pretty bubbly. I don't know. That's the word I keep coming back to. But after Shower, uh, Becky G continued working with Dr. Luke, Luke, but failed to repeat that same success. Um, And by 2016, she completely shifts market approach. Um, She starts recording songs that are entirely in Spanish. She switches producer to Alexander Castillo Vesquez. Goes by AC. Um, And ever since that switch, uh, she has continued working with him. He's the producer on Mayores. Um, And the move pays off. Uh, since that switch in 2016, she has had three top 40 hits on the Hot Latin Songs chart. Um, Mayores is currently at number five there and still climbing. Um, and this is also, as we mentioned, debuting uh, in the kind of lower rungs of the Hot 100. Um, so without further ado, here is the much uh, hyped in this episode, Mayores. So with this song, I feel like the obvious question is, 
and almost kind of the, like too easy question to ask is, will this achieve some sort of mainstream success in this post Despacito world? Um, there's already that Mi Gente song, yes. uh, the J Balvin, um, that finally broke in the U.S. once there was the Beyonce remix. Right. Um, and so, you know, on one hand, you can ask yourself, will this have that same level of success? I, have, of course, don't know, but I kind of want it to. And I'll get to those reasons in a bit. But first, I want to, like, emphasize the fact that even just as, like, a pop song, like, removed from the Will It crossover, like, it's obscenely catchy. Yeah. Like, I have had it kind of stuck in my head all day, mm-hmm. and I'm mostly not upset about it. It's very reminiscent of Camila Cabello's um, Havana. Havana, na, na. Except yeah. better. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you liked I Havana mean, more than I did, so, yeah. so we might part ways on that. Mm. Um, but yeah, no, I really, I really like Becky G's voice. Um, I really like Bad Bunny's verse. Um, it's cool. Once, once he steps to the fore in the background, there are these really distant horns that kind of like bring in some accents a little bit. They're not super intrusive, but they're, they're kind of a nice touch. Yeah. Um, but man, the hook at the very end of the chorus, the way her voice sounds, whatever filter they have put on it sounds terrible. (laughs) And I know you, as the vocal expert here, mm. were also kind of chafing under that. What are you? What's your gut reaction? My gut reaction is that that ascending line yep. is impossible, I guess, for her to uh, really stick. Right? Sure. It's just like gymnastics, and mm. it's really if I was going to sing it, which I won't, because it would just be like yelly. <laughs> I'm not, I won't do that to your ears, dear listeners. Um, it's at the very top, like kind of top end of her range sure. where she ends up. And I think she switches from using her full voice to more of a falsetto type voice. Uh-huh. So like from chest voice to head voice. Okay. And maybe in order to transition very nicely from chest voice to head voice, they put a little, a little something, something to, to maintain her. some sort of a consistency. Yeah. Between the two. Okay, cool. Yeah. 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 Which makes a lot of sense. Um, I'm glad that you are here to say these things because I don't know anything about singing. And you do. (laughs) So this is wonderful. Um, Any other thoughts on the song? I think we can move on. Perfect. Speaking of vocal timbres that I can't stand, uh, let's move on to NF's Let You Down, which sounds a little something like this. Yeah. I guess I'm a disappointment. Doing everything I can, I don't wanna make you disappointed. It's annoying. I just wanna make you feel like everything I ever do is never trying to make an issue for you. But I guess the more you thought about everything, you were never even wrong in the first place, right? Yeah, I'ma just ignore you, walking towards you. With my head down, looking at the ground, I'm embarrassed for you. Paranoia. What did I do wrong this time? That's parents for you. Very loyal. Should I have my back? Would you put a knife in my hands for? What else should I carry for you? I care for you, but the heads right now. Wish that I could say I'm proud. I'm sorry that I let you down. Let, let you down. All these voices in my head get loud. I wish that I could shut them out. I'm sorry that I let you down. Let, let, let you down. Yeah. You don't want to make this work. Okay, so NF is a rapper who has scads of hits 
within the top 40 of the hot Christian songs chart. It's like 10 of them since 2015 or something. No way. He's been racking them up. Um, but this song in particular is his first to break into the Hot 100, as well as the Hot uh, R&B and Hip Hop songs chart, um, where it's currently at number 35 and climbing, so it could go higher. Um, this song is from his third album called Perception, which actually debuted earlier this year at number one on the Billboard uh, 200 albums chart. So some clear sort of like breakoutness happening here for <laughs> NF. Um, kind of on the ambivalent front, on one hand, his rapping is Eminem indebted in a very good way, I would say. His flow's fast, punchy. He does a really good job, like mm. rapping. Like I'm way into his rapping, yeah. which makes me even more sad and regretful that he also borrows Eminem's penchant for really, really terrible hooks <laughs> because I cannot stand this hook. Yeah, It's got the pitch shifting thing going on that's still kind of in vogue in pop. That's kind of how the song opens. And it just, I don't know. Even 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 like putting aside um, sort of like personal nitpicky, just like gut reactions. Also, mm. just the way the song is mixed is really weird. Yeah. Um, you were talking about the Dappy song with the guitar. Mm -hmm. Similarly, the piano here is kind of muddy. Oh. And it kind of clutters up the sound in this way that sort of dulls the punch of NF's rapping in a way that kind of feels like a missed opportunity. Like, man, he's he's going like kind of hard and then there's this piano that's just kind of like this weight kind of holding him down. Can you play that one more time? The clip? Yeah, of this like piano and oh, rapping. Yeah. Yes, I'll just kind of pick a spot and go from there. Yeah. I get so much disappointment doing everything I can. I don't want to make you disappointed. It's annoying. I just want to make you feel like everything I ever do is never trying to make an issue for you. But I guess the more you thought about everything you were never even wrong in the first place, right? Yeah, I'm just Like it sounds like the pedal is being held down yeah. on the piano. Like it's it just kind of resonates. Super dull. Yeah. Super dull. Yeah. Um, but, you know, clearly a successful song. Yeah. So good for him. And it makes a lot of sense, I feel like, with some of the trends in hip hop at large. Um, you know, people like Post Malone and Uzi kind of mm, achieving, yeah, like <laughs> achieving some sort of mainstream success with more introspective, sometimes even like glum numbers. Like this feels very of a piece with that. Ah. Um, I don't know if you have any other thoughts on it. Mm, good. No? All right. Yeah. I'm just going to kind of keep going along to the most ambivalent one of all. Um, Oh, man. I don't know. This is a weird one. Uh, Chris Brown's high end. Um, I'm going to play a little bit longer of a clip than usual, but I like to think I have a good reason.
Okay, so mixed feelings abound for me with this mm. song. Even the beat, like on one hand, the drum pattern and, the, and like the timbres feel a little overly familiar. Yes. Like maybe verging on stale. I, complete, I completely agree. Which is really frustrating. Yeah. Like especially since Future's on this, I'm like, oh, I guess I'm just going to go listen to Mask Off. I'd prefer that. But. <laughs> right. But on the other hand, like the synth stuff in the background is so cool. It's very eerie, kind of twinkly sort of sounds. Really into that. Yeah. Masked by the drums, though, which is so frustrating for me because it's like we were talking a little bit about and I was explaining to my students today with this upcoming assignment I gave them was like, write about a song Mm -hmm. and don't just let it wash over you. Right. Pick apart the different kinds of instruments being used. Pick apart, you know, what you hear, Mm -hmm. all of it. And this would be really tricky to figure out like what those sounds are because the drum is coming at you with such kind of like ferociousness. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And like on the, on the, on the topic of the three, three artists involved here, I didn't play any of the future verse. I felt like his verse was kind of repetitive and Mm -hmm. and sort of uh, perfunctory. Um, Chris Brown is Chris Brown. Um, I think by far the most interesting person here is young thug which is perhaps not all that surprising. Um, lots of weird starts and stops with his rapping. Yeah. Um, there are the weird changes uh, near the end of the clip from singing to rapping. And it just, it feels very playful and kind of goofy in a way that I very much appreciate. Yeah. Um, yeah. I would like to add that don't just go on YouTube and watch this music video. It is kind of disturbing. But it reminds me of some kind of video game track. You know how, like, in the sports video games, they have, like, real songs, right? Mm-hmm. So, like, the um, NFL game, I remember, like, Pennywise. And they're, like, some really hard rock, you know. And everybody's heard this one song that they've huh. uh, written. And it's on this thing. And this sounds like it could be on some kind, uh, some soundtrack to some video game. Like commissioned for... Commissioned for some like kind of Madden or something spooky like that. zombie killing oh, kind of... Oh, sure, sure, sure. Yeah, exactly. Huh. I wouldn't say Madden, but okay. I would say some kind okay. of like... Yeah, if you were going that route, this is very hypothetical. <laughs> but Yes. Yeah. No, and I'm glad you mentioned that because it also fits in with the other thing that was sort of interesting about the video to me. Um, I feel like this is a year with a lot of sort of like Halloween kitsch videos. You know, there's Jason Derulo's If I'm Lucky, which is him like dancing and then also like having a bunch of zombie ladies all up on. And then there's Uzi's Exo Tour Life, of course. Mm -hmm. But it's not like... It's kind of like the supernatural and rap. Yeah, that's a good way to put it. And it's not because it's not like circa 2000 something Mm -hmm. like grim, dark, like super muted color palette. Like lots of very bright colors lots of purples especially Mm. like it's a very sort of day glow looking which kind of adds to the sort of kitsch element i feel like a little bit yeah Um, but it's it's weird it is weird more more halloween rap i suppose yeah (laughs) (sighs) but with that caitlin our pick of the week would you like to unveil it oh my gosh i'm excited about this song let's do it okay we have wretch three two kojo funds and jelani Tell me. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Mm. Yeah, yeah, cool, Joe, 
Two Kojo Funds and Jalani. Yay. Yay. So a couple thoughts for me about this. Um, I was first struck by the sounds of, I guess, this opening kind of instrumental line, right? Mm-hmm. Um, Tanner mentioned earlier, it kind of sounds like a marimba. It kind of sounds like some kind of uh, muted keyboard instrument, right? And Last semester, I taught a class with my advisor, Noel, called the Anthropology of Art and Sound Experience. And we talked about this little thing called the Mbira, spelled M-B-I-R-A, Mbira. And it's essentially pieces of metal attached to a wooden board played with your thumbs. It's kind of like, I think people call it a thumb piano. And um, it sounds a little something like this. But then I thought that can't just be it. So I looked up on a handy dandy sample website and we found that this song particularly samples Whitney Houston's song, It's Not Right But It's Okay, from her album My Love Is Your Love, released in 1998. Check this out. Friday night, you and your boys went out to eat. Then they hung out, but you came home around three. Yes, you did. If six of y'all went out, uh, then four of you were really cheap. So that was Whitney Houston with It's Not Right, But It's Okay. Um... Obviously, what Rutch does here is he slows down that sample dramatically and kind of mutes it a little bit or dampens the sound, which I think was why it sparked the Embira in my mind. Um, I'm really a fan of the dance hall kind of influence that Jelani brings. Uh, his vocals are really short, punchy, and really full and 
aggressive. I am a huge fan. And I also love the sub bass and the pitch bending yes. that it does throughout the song. I don't think a lot of pop music today takes advantage of like the simple pitch bending wheel <laughs> on most synths. And, and they do a really good job of emphasizing it because it vanishes during the verses. Mm. And then when, so when it comes back, you notice it even more. Yeah. It's, it's a really cool. It's a cool song. Yeah, the song is worth a few listens, I think, and I I just dig it overall. Anything to add, Tanner? Not really. It's just a cool sounding song. <laughs> I don't know. Like like I like I was saying earlier, this is much more your your area of expertise. So I'm along for the ride, and in this case, it's a very well produced, cool sounding ride. Sweet. Yeah. And with that, thank you so much for listening to Chart Chat, your weekly paper cut of a podcast. If you'd like to listen to all of this past week's chart debuts. You can find YouTube and Spotify playlists in the show notes. A uh, quick note on that. The Garth Brooks song is not on YouTube and also the Matt Terry song also not on YouTube. Um, so there will be some omissions there, unfortunately. But if you have any questions, feedback or corrections, you can still get in touch with us via email at chartchatcast at gmail.com. Also, if you're interested in following us on social media, you can find us on Twitter at chartchatcast and on Instagram also at chartchatcast. Chart Chat's intro theme was written by Peter Kelly, and our cover art made by Billy Phillips, both from Coronation Media. Coronation Media is a creative studio specializing in video production, animation, and graphic design. To learn what they can do for your company or organization, visit www.coronationmedia.com. Chart Chat is also a member of the Teej.fm network from WTJU. To learn more, visit Teej.fm. That's T-E-E-J.fm. Once again, I'm Tanner Green. And I'm Caitlin Flay. Thanks for listening to Chart Chat. We'll catch you next week. Just don't play no games. Baby, can you come my way? Cause I'm a boss and I'm here to stay. Tottenham got a wine on the edge. Kingston got a wine to your neck. African got a wine on your mind. Every got a wine if you can. Tottenham got a wine on the edge. Kingston got a wine to your neck. African got a wine on your mind.